Alright, so who remembers what happened last time? No one does. So, we are all CDC, um, I don't think we're, we're, we're all CDC agents, uh, based out of Atlanta, but we've been called up to Arizona, yep. uh, this place called Hudson's Whale, and wasn't there a funnier name on the map as well? I'm gonna look that up, because that was the most it, important thing, if we're being honest. It was honest. the same Tuba name? City! Tuba City! Tuba City. <laughs> Why haven't we gone to Tuba City? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, we are in Hudson's Whale, Arizona, and there has has been a sudden uh, case of the Rona that has cropped up, fast-acting <laughs> Rona, and we've showed up. This disease causes death within like six hours, uh, within at least 12 hours, almost certainly. It causes fever, hallucinations, pretty terrible way to go. Uh, we showed up to do some basic quarantining. Uh, Tabitha's character, who is <clears throat> under the current character's tab, I think Tabitha's playing uh, not Dustin, but Cedric. Cedric, I think. Uh, Cedric was investigating the paddy wagon of bodies, and whether we know it or not, was has contracted this. It looks like they're little. I think Jeremy called them uh, cenobites, the critters <laughs> from uh, that movie Hellraiser. <laughs> And Tapapa is now a Cenobite. Such, such wonder as she now? will show us. <laughs> That's how Tapapa... We're supposed to... Again, it was a game of escapism. Uh, so Tapapa has a Cenobite, and we have come to the end of our first day. It's pretty late. And there was actually a Google Doc. If I can pull that up as well. Yeah, yeah time table. Out again. Okay. Yeah. And it's got everything. So basically, we're at the end of our end of the first day. We decided to go to sleep, and I think the idea is Dustin, uh, Dustin from that television series Stranger Things, is trying to get in contact with Tom the Mayor. But Tom the Mayor is uh, not doing anything for us, really. I think, right? Well, if I remember right, I was working with pretty closely with the sheriff and the mayor and we've got this town locked down yes but uh i was talking to the governor who was a was sort of like you know well it's not outside the town uh yet so do i need to do anything but we don't know if it's outside the town yet we need to find out yeah, no, y'all successfully got the city locked down uh, using both the sheriff and the governor. The, uh, yep. sh- the sh- Dustin was able to convince both of the importance of ensuring that whatever is going on here doesn't spread outside uh, and was able to take care of all of that. Who's Janelle? That's I'm Janelle. I'm Tobias. Janelle. Yeah. Okay. yeah, Tobias had uh, also like gone around uh, the hospital uh, trying to prepare people uh, and make sure that uh, everyone is staying safe and uh, is ready to cut and run at a moment's notice because uh, it sounds like the current thought is that we just need to let whatever is going in on in this hospital just kind of run its course and burn itself out. Yeah, uh, I mean, the people that are in there are pretty much doomed, so... You know, if we had more time to do it, we would work on a cure, but I think we've determined now that that's not going to happen on this timetable. I think we said Cedric was going to be our point of contact going in there now that we know Cedric is infected. 
I and think Cedric that Cedric well. hasn't uh, become infected yet, right? So we ended at midnight, uh, and Cedric started showing signs of infection at... 4 a.m. on Thursday, right? Yes. Yeah, is so so correct. We haven't ended yet. Uh, or or uh, Cedric has not started showing symptoms quite yet. Uh, we know as players and the GM that Cedric is... Uh, yeah. Uh, so the current... Uh, uh, the current objectives are to determine what the contagion is, uh, develop a treatment for it, prevent it from spreading, and protect yourself and others from exposure. Uh, I'm eating a sandwich for dinner. All right. Um, so what do y'all know about the contagion so far? Uh, Tabitha, why don't you talk about the contagion itself? So let me scroll back up. So the contagion appears to be contagious. Like Wow! What, really? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Here's to be. Thank you. What we do without you? Set you on fire is what we're gonna do. Anyway, that's um, probably gonna happen. We're the game anyway. It's a Cthulhu game. So it we we're not sure what the vector is. Uh, I have a theory that it might be spread through the water. It might be airborne. Um, we're not a hundred percent. Maybe it's fucking droplets out of our fucking lungs because Jeremy has decided that escapism is not something we're allowed to do. Um, I don't know. But uh, what we do know that is that it kills people very quickly. Where the fuck are all of the symptom notes? Uh, probably in... The memo? In the Hudson's Well memo was the first thing we got. Uh, it, it's called Stages of the Disease. There it is. Okay. Um, it's blurry so, as fuck. Oh, okay. I guess I don't need to be able to read that. Thank you, screen. Um. So stage one is fever and weakness. Stage two is tremors, convulsions, vertigo, disrupted sleep, and loss of control over tears, swallowing, and the bladder. Stage three is psychosis, including hallucinations, delusions, and violently disorganized self-destructive behavior. Any restraints, heavy sedatives, or medically induced coma uh, preventing them... Uh, uh, oh, only restraints, heavy sedatives, or medically induced coma preventing them acting out. Okay. In uh, all what? stages, in some victims, the symptoms suddenly fade altogether for a while and then return. Uh, each patient from from my inspections on the corpses seems to be infected by what Jeremy is called calling a tenophore. Uh, and each patient, from what I understand, seems to be infected with their own individual novel species of tenophore, and these microbes appear to disappear about an hour post-mortem. Uh, so just a couple clarifications. Uh, it's not that each uh, each person is infected with a separate species. It seems that each instance of these microorganisms that you found is itself a separate species from the rest. Like, they okay, so all, all seem to be individual. Jeremy. Yes. So that's the first thing you told me, and then you clarified to tell me a different thing, and now you're clarifying again to tell me the first thing over again, and I'm about to go in there and punch you. So each person has has multiple species. Correct. Okay. E- each person has multiple species, and each species seems to be individual. So what are you saying, Tabitha? There are these things called species that animals and animal kind are divided into. Tobias, you are not too old for me to beat. I mean, you can show up. You can beat me all you want. Three <laughs> hours away. Kink discovered. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. I, I, I like I like I like it when people drive three hours to, to beat me up. <laughs> so, uh, can I roll to sleep? Hell yeah! 
Do I have a sleeping skill? Okay. Check. Um, so... Determine if I get nightmares. Uh, what did y'all determine about where the... This, uh... A contagion uh, stemmed from where the initial affections seem to happen. We're not sure yet because we can't uh, investigate anything in the town itself. Why not? Uh, because we haven't fucking done it yet. Tobias really? is just voting that we burn the town to the ground, which I didn't know, say we burn the town to the ground. Just the hospital has merit, but and John's character has been occupied literally all day long with dealing with bureaucracy, and I've been trying to figure out what the fuck these things are. So we haven't done it yet. I think we. But then we determined that it was like an ice cream shop or something. A there deli, was a coffee uh, shop that coffee might shop. have yeah, been. Kachina Cafe yeah. uh, is where several of the people had been. And I think I tried to go there, but like it's closed and like cordoned off. Um, no, no one's tried to go there yet. I, I thought I had tried to go there. Well, he probably told you no and then forgot he did. No, I think you asked whether or not it was still open and the sh- uh, and the deputy uh, yeah, that have been been working with, yeah. uh, said that it had been uh, shut down. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I would want to go there at some point. I would assume I wouldn't be occupied all day with calls, but maybe maybe I would be. Tobias, do you remember what the MRI anomaly anomaly was that you found? When did the parts of the brain have been eaten away? Yeah, uh, Strickland and one of the doctors from Hudson's Well, or no, you're at Hudson's Well. What was the nearby town? Uh, Cuba City, man. No, I, I don't remember. Um, Flagstaff. From that's right. Flagstaff. Uh, so, uh, Stagtown. Yeah, uh, Dr. Paulden had uh, died, or but before dying, uh, Strickland and Abronkovich, a radiologist from Flagstaff, uh, put her in the MRI, uh, hoping they could isolate and identify the cerebral damage. Um, when they turned the MRI scan on, uh, Paulden started shrieking about black things in the sky. Uh, and in the MRI images, uh, you can see holes forming in the patient's medulla and brainstem, especially so, the pons. To clarify, were they currently in formation, meaning they were happening in real time as they were taking the MRI, or had they already formed and they were observing them? It was happening in real time as the MRI progressed. So these tenophores, whatever the fuck they are, don't like being taken pictures of. Time to grab your selfie stick. I mean, honestly, same. <laughs> right? <laughs> Big mood. All right. Uh, okay, so it is currently midnight. Y'all have been going for a long time. Uh, so you're either gonna need to get some sleep soon or start, like, uh, making some rolls to see how well you're able to push yourself and keep yourself going. You can and give yourself benefits of those roles by like chain smoking or taking stimulants. Doing some math. I mean, there probably is some in this little town. Probably in the hospital. <laughs> I mean, y'all brought a giant suitcase full of medical supplies, so there's got to be some meth in there somewhere. No, it's hidden away. We can make it. We can. We can Walter White this shit. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go to sleep. I don't. I mean, assuming that there's nothing else I could do with the. Uh, 
I mean, I could go to Kachina Cafe, I suppose, since I'm kind of the only one yeah. without exposure currently. Yeah. You're also the only one without a medical degree, so... Yeah. Well, but we're going to find a portal to another dimension or something, so do yeah. we really need medical degrees for that? Probably. <laughs> Cedric, what were you doing? Were you just trying to put some stuff together to figure out what this shit is? Yeah, I think I'm going to have an idea, Jeremy. How do I make an idea roll? Uh, so that's uh, int times five. Can I help Cedric have an idea? Yeah, maybe we're collaborating. Smack You can both oh make uh, intelligence. Jeremy, I can scroll things on this computer. It's beautiful. Uh, that's a success. Okay. Uh, 19 out of 75. So Right. Okay. So what are you thinking about? I am thinking about what the fuck this could possibly be. Like, this does not appear to be any illnesses I'm familiar with. What could it be and what is the vector? How is it being spread? I mean, it's definitely uh, very strange. Uh, you feel like uh, you're on the right path. Like, so you feel like there's still more information you can find out by pursuing this uh, particular line. Like, continuing to do examinations, you know, get more, uh, study the creatures more, get more information about what they're doing. Uh, you feel like you would be able to progress better if uh, you had someone there assisting you as well. Okay. Uh, what were you thinking uh, about, Tobias? That I don't know. You it's my role. my role. You tell yeah. me what I'm thinking about. So I mean, I mean, at this point, at this point, I'm 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 just there with burning the place down. Uh, you know, I want to see if we can try to solve these other objectives as far as isolating it. You know, trying to come up with something. But I think so. First, personally, from a practical perspective, I just want to burn it down. Tobias, so, since, what about uh, Jeremy? Do no harm, right? What about finding out where it came from? Could you do some contact tracing? Sure, let's contact trace. Yeah, I mean, you definitely know, Janelle, that the uh, that you haven't had any new admissions since the sheriff locked things down. It seems uh, as though, like, maybe the initial round of infections uh, have all been brought in, but uh, you still don't know exactly where it came from. So, uh, there would probably be some merit to going to the uh, cafe and looking it over, seeing what you could figure out, because if you can figure out where it came from, that would go a long way in trying to help uh, determine what's going on and potentially how to help these people. Okay. Well, well yeah, I was going to cook Kuchina. Uh, Is it Kuchina or Kachina? Kachina. Kachina. Let's go to the Kachinga. At the uh, Star Wars. Star I think, Wars uh, Kachina. <laughs> Uh, Dustin, are you also going to the, the cafe? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would pro- I, I mean, I, I, I thought I had tried to go there earlier, so I, I imagine I probably would have wanted to do this, you know, not at midnight, <laughs> but I mean, it was, we can just say, you know, we didn't think about sure. going until now when the, once we've got everything locked down, but yeah, I'd be, I'd be wanting to go too. Yeah. I'll drive. Okay. Are we going to have access to get in the cafe at midnight? Dude, the sheriff, he's my bro, right? Okay. So, like, he, he's got keys to anywhere you want. It's called a nightstick. <laughs> Your brother just happens to be the sheriff of Hudson Well. No, I've been talking to him all day. <laughs> We just, we're buds now. We're buds. Um, all right, so I'm going to do a drive roll. <laughs> drive <laughs> no. there. Ooh. You can pull uh, over. Maybe, I'm, maybe I am tired. Um, I, I did a drive roll. I'm not... I didn't need Why? to, I'm sure. No, you didn't need to. Why did you? To get my failures out, Jeremy. 
You're like that guy at the table who just keeps rolling dice over and over and over again for no reason. So you? Right? Wow. Wow, Jeremy. It sounded like you were trying to offend me. I'm not sure, but... uh, Come at me, bro. Alright, so, yeah, uh, I think Janelle and Dustin would want to go to Kachina. Okay. If if Janelle's coming with. Alright, so everyone who is not sleeping make a con times five roll. I mean, I'm not... We can stay overnight. What? Ah, I didn't realize that we were going to stay overnight, but I guess if we're going to do it. So your character did. Your character knew that you were going to be here till this problem was solved. That's why you have your go bag and all of that good stuff. Okay. Well, he rolled a 100. I think the first in our our time playing Delta Green here. Wow. Well, I'm no, he didn't roll a 100. It didn't take. Because if you hover over the numbers, it's just a uh, question mark. I so Go ahead and re-roll that, Tobias. I didn't roll uh, anything. That was not Tobias. Uh, oh, that Tobias was, was playing sorry. Janelle. That yeah. was me. It's almost like their names. Right? Sorry. I'm sorry. Right? I failed my con roll. Well, I'm going to well, pop some pills before I go. Okay. We You're doing what, Tobias? <laughs> well, I'm going to pop some pills before we, we head out, or after we head out, whatever. All right. Is that going to affect his, so, so that I'll give him a boost to his constitution roll or something? I mean, could I have had some coffee? Okay. So, if you fail the con right? roll, then you're starting to feel it, okay? Uh, if you uh, want to keep pushing on, it's going to take a... Uh, if okay, want- so I have, to, I have to roll first, and if I fail... So if you fail, so I, if you fail yeah, this okay. roll, then then you're starting the flag. You can take, uh, you can either drink plenty of coffee and or chain smoke to postpone the exhaustion for one block of time. Uh, you can take prescription strength stimulants for two, uh, or with this failure, you can uh, lose a D6 willpower and suffer minus twenty percent to all of your actions. Jesus. Alright, well, I'm gonna drink some coffee then. Okay, well, I'm gonna roll my con first, and I pass. Okay. If I do any of that crap. Yep. Does his critical passing help me? Unfortunately, no. He is just wide awake and ready to go. She is just wide awake she, and ready to go. Janelle, Janelle is ready to burn a bitch down. Pronouns and bio. Um, I think Cedric is going to contemplate drinking just a whole liter of monster energy, um, but then he's going to realize what that's going to do to his brain and his cognitive ability, and decides to find a staff room and take a nap instead. Alright, so Cedric uh, will be asleep for the next two <clears throat> blocks of time. Or you can... Uh, uh, wait, wait, Jeremy, isn't each block of time four hours? So, so each block of time is four hours. You can either rest the eight and recover normally, or you can rest four, just one and uh, attempt another con check. So I said nap, and you assumed eight hours of sleep. Have you met me? Yes, I have, Tabitha. <laughs> have you met Tabitha? <laughs> so I'm going to do the four and try again. Okay. God damn it. That's a pass, right? That's a pass. I rolled a zero. No, it didn't That's take an excellent it again. Pass. But, but Tabitha, don't roll that until we get to that one in time, because we're going to do stuff for Tobias. Uh, do it. Okay, so... So it is now Thursday, the 27th. Dawn of the second day. It's not done yet. Midnight of the second day. Hmm. So are you both going to the cafe, or do you want to split your efforts up between the things? 
No, I mean, well, we're both going to the cafe. Yeah. Okay. Right. Jeremy's over here like, are you sure you don't want to split the party? I think you should split the party. You'll die a lot easier if you split the party. Uh, you'll also cover more ground if you do that. Mm-hmm. But Jeremy, there's only one place to go. So what do you mean split up? Like one takes the front and one takes the back? Well, you mean like I one mean, of us goes to the motel for no reason? I mean, So someone... he knows that there's other places that we could go, but he's not going to tell us anything. So right now your leads are going to take a look at the Kachina Cafe and continuing research on the uh, creatures, on the infection. Um, but we, uh, the person currently researching is going to go now, so... Okay, well, I- I'm sorry, Jerry, but, like, for the seventh time, Tobias and I are going to go to the Kachina <laughs> Cafe. Can we do that? Yep. Will you let us do that? I will. Are you okay with that, channel? Rocks fall and crush the car. You all die. Game over. Perfect. Let's go do something else. I understand, Jeremy, wanting to give make sure that we understand our options, but I think we said it like five times. So Yeah, there's really nothing else I think I can do at this point. I think going there, trying to determine what was the initial infective, the initial vector uh, that caused this, and maybe determine where it's from, maybe trying to find some logs, like shipment logs, to see where it came from, and what, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, That's probably what we're going for. Alright, so, uh, you go to the Kachina Cafe. It's this, uh, small country town, uh, just not really a dive, but it's not, like, a... The dive dive bar coffee shop. It's not, like, a clean Starbucks or anything like that it's uh got its own unique flair to it uh there is a police line with a uh officer station outside of it wearing a mask uh just a little cloth mask and gloves uh but you have the deputy with you uh deputy thomas Daniela or Danica Thomas and she's able to let you guys in uh, and you see just this uh, tiny coffee shop with about uh, about 8 to 10 tables uh, seating for about 40 people. Uh, there's the one cash register you see a glass case for donuts, coffee machines on the other side uh, and there is a security camera that covers the cash register register in the line. All right. Well, I would like to uh, look around and maybe take a look at uh, how many, uh, what what footage we have, like what's available. Yeah. So you know that Ahmad Malouf, one of the first people admitted, was a clerk here at this store and that several people who uh, attended the, or who came to the store, specifically the Maoris, uh, uh, were uh, customers at this store during uh, Ahmad's ship, or Ahmad shift on Tuesday. Well, I know, we, we know that the Maoris got sick on uh, Tuesday afternoon, so I want to try and find the tape for Tuesday morning. Okay. You know, and because tr- I, I know what these people look like, right? Correct. And maybe that we already know specifically when they were at the cafe. I don't have that in my notes. Uh, so, you review the security footage for uh, Mod Shift, and you've seen the uh, the three girls, uh, Liz, Francesca, and Julie Ma who have all unfortunately died from this. Tobias, are you just going to review them with me? Um, if you 
going for the tapes, what I want to do, we determined it was like probably Tuesday that um yeah they got infected. Okay, <clears throat> so what I'll do is I'll see if we can go through like the credit card log to look for the last name Maori. Okay. To see if I can. Basically, what I would do is track down what they possibly ate that gave them this, whether it was coffee or a donut or what, to try to track down what actually brought this infection into town. Okay. Mm. All right. So Dustin, as you're reviewing the tape, you find the part where the uh, Maori girls come in with their uh, with their grandmother. They what? With their grandmother. Their grandmother had taken them here for a uh, treat after school. Uh, so they, uh, they're they in line uh, and they seem to be acting normal. Uh, a man comes in and stands in line behind uh, the Maoris. Uh, and then after a few minutes uh, before the Maoris get out of line and uh, someone else walks in... Uh, and uh, Janelle, you recognize this person with her granddaughters as Philippa Jones, who came in, uh, who was brought into the, uh, who died in a ambulance on the way to the hospital with, under, with suspicious symptoms. On what day? Uh, she died at 11 o'clock today, or 11 o'clock yesterday on the 21st. Oh, I see. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. The so the person so, standing between the Maoris and uh, Philippa Jones, y'all do not recognize. He he is a man. the The footage isn't the best. It's kind of grainy, but it does look like he may be sick. Okay. So in this tape, we see four people come in. Is that right? The three Maori, the the three Maori girls and their grandmother. Correct. And the three Maori girls are Francesca, Liz, and Julie. Correct. The first people admitted on yeah. Tuesday. And the grandmother, is she in our list? The, the grandmother is fine. Okay. And then someone came in after them, this guy who looks yes. sick. You said like coughing or wiping his nose or something he, like that? He, he looks like he's got like, uh, he's sweating a little bit. He's pale. Uh, it's hard mm. to, it, it's very hard to tell exactly with this footage. But if we were to infer from his symptoms, it looks like he's got some of the same symptoms as these other people. Um, either of or, you rolling this if you want to make a medicine check. Well, I'm not great at that. So I'm going to... Okay, well, so so he's... Uh, so he comes in, and then there's this other person who got sick who came in after him. Yeah? What what is what does he do in line? Uh, so he is standing there uh, in line. He, he seems to be waiting for his turn. Um, uh, as he's like standing there, you see the girls like looking back at him from time to time. Uh, you get one good like look at his face. It almost looks like uh, there's like tear streaks on his face. Uh, hmm. uh, he, is he there. There is, is like one a... particular moment there where it seems like he loses his balance, uh, but catches himself before he falls over. Hmm. And then he orders something and leaves. Yeah, he. He orders something and then leaves. And does he, like, how does he pay for it? Uh, he pays with a credit card. Credit card. What about the uh, girls before him? Uh, so they order, uh, some pastries and... What kind of pastries, Jeremy? There's a bear claw and a a cinnamon roll and 
a box of a dozen starved angry weasels. <laughs> oh, what? what did, you, you, did you say starved angry weasels? Yeah. What, what pastry oh. is that? I mean, I don't even know. I haven't been to Publix in a while, but is that what? How do you? What is that? What, is that cinnamon? Is that a fruit or what? You sell it in the I, meat department. I, uh, a habanero wrapped inside of a uh, little scone. <laughs> Um, right. So, so I'm probably going to call over Tobias. Or oh, you said, uh, you said, you said, you said uh, they pay with a credit card, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So I'd probably call over Janelle and be like, Hey, look, I, I think, you know, I think that these three girls, they were those first victims, right? Right. And so, so they're, they're here. And then this, this lady, she, she, see, she came, she came in kind of a few minutes later. Oh. She's, she also, she, she was that lady that showed up at the ambulance, uh, at the hospital dead already. Right. But this middle yeah. dude, I don't recognize this middle dude. And he looks weird, right? Like, he's, he's kind of, he staggered there a little bit. You know, he looks like a juggalo a little bit with like some face makeup or something. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so, I'm wondering if this guy is important. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, what was the timestamp on that period of time uh that was at 2 30 in the afternoon okay well i'm gonna go through the credit card log yeah 2 30 i'm gonna look for yep it's gonna be whatever charge came right after like probably maori something the, the grandmother yeah exactly you know, yeah so, so if the, nothing else there's an exact timestamp on the tape we can use that if we can't find a maori yeah, yeah. okay so i i want to do two things real fast okay uh, well we're in the middle well, of the game jeremy so so uh let let's uh, i'll do one of them after we finish this scene. But, uh, so Tobias, with your medicine skill of a 60, uh, just watching, observing this guy, uh, it looks like he's definitely, uh, uh, suffering from the second stage of the disease. Uh, uh, you also notice that he doesn't seem to touch anyone, uh, and that both, uh, Philippa Jones and the girls, they're within about a meter of him the majority of the time that they're standing in line. Uh, so, but the other people are not. So you can kind of surmise that whatever this is, uh, it seems that it's contagious within about a meter of someone who's infected with the second stage of the disease. Um, and you also find that this uh, gentleman's name is Jeffrey Langswell. Jeffrey Hangwell? Langswell. Jeffrey does Langwell. I'll put it in the uh, in the chat. Jeffrey. Langswell. And he's not come in, right? No. That Jeffrey Langswell is not uh, has not been a patient. So I, I look at Wait, you now and be that's like, Langsvile. That's German, motherfucker. Jeremy yeah, refuses to learn yeah, German. It makes me unhappy. Stretch it out. Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Yeah. So this is a German guy, so he's definitely the bad, the bad, the big bad the villain. Well, I, I look at Janelle and be like, well, you know, these people, and I point to the Maoris, I'm like, they came in pretty early. And and this lady, and I point to the other one, she died, you know, uh, she was she was the first person to die after the Maoris. So, uh, you know, this dude, he, you know, we need to find out what he did. Maybe maybe he's the vector that, you know, I ain't no doctor, but maybe he's the vector well, that yeah, no, he's, got he's, these he's, people he's, sick. He's definitely experiencing the second stage 
stage of the disease, what it looks like. So this definitely appears to be the point where he infected the Maori, the Maori clan. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I think at this point we should try to figure out who this Jeffrey guy is and see if, I, if we can track him down. So I, I turn to uh, Danica and I say, Danica, do you know this guy, Langevile? Uh Make a luck check. I like how Jeremy uh, that, turned into a Is that a D100 or is that a... That's a, a, a D100, yes. Okay. 50 or below. Jeremy turned into a rolled a 34. All right. Uh, she says, yeah, that's the uh, the Caltech guy who uh, who moved out here a few years back. Caltech? He's into Caltech? From California Tech? <laughs> Caltech? Oh, okay. Bovine technology. California Tech. So, so when you explain the 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 uh, acronym, you only explain half of it. What does tech mean? Could be anything. Technical <laughs> Institute. That is not its name. I don't think. You don't Wait, think? I, could, I don't think that's its name. California Institute of Technology, right? So. Yeah, he moved out here yeah. a couple a couple years back with his uh, wife. Okay. What do you know her name? Uh. I think it was Rosa something. I don't know. I, I, I remember them moving out here and saying hey to him a couple of times, but never. Uh, and uh, Is Rosa an alien, maybe? You're not here. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 well, I've got that thought, too. Yeah. Or a robot. Or a some kind of robot. interdimensional person. Right, right. So so do you do you know where he lives? I say to Danica. Um, yeah. Because, I... I mean, it looks like he might be in trouble in this video here. So, you know, I think it might be good for us to do a wellness check on him. Yeah, she can uh, uh, She can point out on the map where he lives at. Y'all are on the map screen, right? right? Yeah. Do we have a choice? I mean, I can put y'all somewhere else. <laughs> do you really want... You ask, man. I respond to are, are, is there right. typing involved in, in finding where he lives? Oh, he's like right next door. Yeah. He's, Jeez, what is that? Why did you draw a, a pink yellow sign? Yeah, Jeremy. That weren't me. It was Cthulhu. Yeah, he, right. he lives. Yeah, their house is right there. All right. Well, I say we walk over there, or I'm, I I, I want to walk over there at least. I don't know if you've got more investigating you want to do here, Janelle. Nope. We've determined at this point that it didn't come from inside the cafe. It wasn't outside Vector, almost assuredly. So he's the next clue for sure. All right. We walk there. Jeremy, describe the scenery. What, what does this Arizona street uh, look like? So at this point, I'll say since both of you are working on it, it's probably about two o'clock at night. Uh, it is a crisp, clear evening. Uh, this is the biggest bastion of civilization for miles and miles around here, so there's not much light pollution. It's definitely a much prettier sky view than you're used to in Atlanta. Uh, before we get to the next scene, I want everyone to take a look at their character sheets and go ahead and uh, clear out the check marks. Give yourselves bonuses to your skills that you deserve. A D4 minus one for each. Uh, I deserve so much more, Jeremy. And I don't think I've got. Well, Jeremy, how this is the life you chose? <laughs> I, I didn't have any check marks, uh, so. Yeah, I think that's because you didn't fail at anything. You, uh, yeah. you were pretty, pretty productive last. Uh, yeah. Uh, so y'all arrive at Jeffrey Lingsville's house. Lingsville. Lingsville. Uh, it Gosh. is a large two-story house. Burn it down. <laughs> it looks to have from the outside it looks to have probably like uh four or five base or four four or five uh, bedrooms uh five basements <laughs> 
Uh, there's a uh, attached garage and a covered porch facing the street. Uh, is there any furniture on the porch? Uh, just some, uh... Actually, no, there's not. There's no furniture out there. Mm, it's a clue. Is it? No. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, how, are there any cars in the driveway or the garage that we can see? Um, the garage door is closed. And nothing in the driveway? No. Nope. All right. Um, are there any lights on? There are not. I mean, it is two in the morning, I suppose. Yeah. Didn't, um, uh, I mean, there was a cop back at the cafe, right? Well, Danica. yeah, there there was Danica. the cop at the cafe, but then you also yeah. have your, uh, liaison with you, uh, Danica Thomas. Yeah, so the cop at the cafe or Danica, either one, they were not aware of, uh, Jeffrey being checked in or arrested or anything? Nope. Okay. It's not illegal to be sick, Tobias. No, but he not might yet. be dead, and they might have a record of him being dead. True. I mean, this is also America, Tapala. I mean, it's that's legal to true. Be anything. It doesn't have to be illegal for the cops to arrest you here. <laughs> it's, uh, it's are there, are there lights on in any of the houses on the street? Not really. There's not that much to do in Hudson's Well after, like, 8 o'clock at night, and honest, there's also a lockdown right now. And as we know, Americans are really good at obeying curfews and lockdowns and things like that. Right, and I can't imagine anything I would want to do after midnight in my own home. It's impossible <laughs> for me to think about anything at all. Like, finish Game of Thrones, yeah, I start definitely Breaking Brad. haven't stayed up past 5 o'clock in the morning multiple times this week. That's not a thing that happens. <laughs> Y'all also don't live in Hudson's Well, Arizona. <laughs> and everyone in Hudson's Well, Arizona goes to, everyone, goes to bed with the sun and wakes up with the sunrise. Everyone on this block does. Ooh. Uh-oh. That's a hint. They're all <laughs> cultists. Um, Probably. I mean, except... the sheriff basically admitted that there was a cult in town, so... Oh, did he? I don't... I'm... <laughs> that went right past me. What did he say? <laughs> someone asked him... I think it was last time we played, someone asked him if there were any active cults in uh, Hudson's Well, and he said, I don't have to answer that or something like that, <laughs> which is definitely a yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, yes, none of your business. I'm, and I'm I'm in it. The confirm word in my eye. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, I think I'm gonna walk up and knock on the door because my defining character trait is I hate everybody. So waking this dude up at three in the morning if he's still alive does not bother me at all. Yeah, uh, you knock, and there is no answer. You know, Dustin, it is check watch, you know, two o'clock in the morning, and he's probably dead. <laughs> if it was eight o'clock Wait, in I, the I morning, put... and he was dead, he would definitely answer the door. <laughs> but since it's I put, two, I put my... he's getting his rightful rest. I put my hand on my ear. Wait, do you hear that? I directed at Danica. I hear someone crying for help inside this building. <laughs> Danica. <laughs> That's a warrant. Can can I think that someone needs help in here? That uh, sounds like a cause, you know, for however probable to open this door. Well, uh, well, I mean, you think this dude is sick, right? And she pounds on the door and calls out, "This is Danica Thomas. Uh, are you in there?" And there's no answer. The name is Jeffrey Danica. I I, I turn to Danica. Do you do you have a like, high powered flashlight? Maybe we can look through the windows see if we we see any anything. Um. Yeah. So y'all take some time, walk around the outside of the house, shine your lights in the windows. Uh, you don't see anyone. Uh, through the windows the curtains that are open. Are there any posters on the wall or pictures? Any sh- 
shrines to any elder gods. <laughs> to be fair, we do have to ask these very specific questions in the Jeremy games. There's one wall just coated in fresh blood, you know. Yeah, you didn't ask me about yeah, it. If so. we don't, yeah, if we don't ask, he's going to complain about it at the end of the game. Yep. Can't believe you missed the whole elder sign that scrawled on the wall. In the backyard, you didn't see the... You didn't You didn't ask about it. You did walk through and look around, you didn't but you check didn't the ask dead man's cell phone and uh, interpret the last call he made as coordinates and then go to those coordinates and dig 15 meters down. All right, let's do that then, I guess. Did that happen? That's my idea roll. No, but I think I'm gonna put that in the adventure. No, thanks. <laughs> Y'all walk to the right on, or to the left on the porch, and you look through the window, you see a dining room. Uh, the Ooh, table... Mysterious. Uh, beyond the dining room, you can see what looks to be a great room. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything out of the ordinary there. Uh, you see a bag sitting on the dining room table. Uh, uh, open. It's the uh, Kachina Cafe bag uh, with a couple of coffees next to it. Um, you see stairs going down. Wait, no, going up. Uh, <laughs> Optical illusion. Yeah, you see stairs going up, upstairs. Uh, Wait, don't stairs go in both directions at once, Jeremy? Nope, this, these ones are only going upstairs. So you couldn't come back down them? Maybe he's just trapped. One way, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, uh, if you go back, the porch wraps around the house, and you look through a window on that side, and you see a study. There are a bunch of bookshelves up against the wall, crammed, filled with what look to be uh, medical and physical textbooks, like text textbooks on physics and uh, a bunch of different magazines uh, like science journals and things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. As you continue around the house, uh, there's a... Why does the closet have a window? Okay, so yeah, you look in, there's a master bath and a closet, an attached closet, and a master bedroom. Uh, you don't see anyone asleep in the bed. Uh, and as you continue making your way around, you find windows and to look in the great room. Nothing seems abnormal. And then there's the kitchen, and then you make your way back to the garage... There's a window into the garage, and you see two cars parked in there. Mm, yeah. So I, I turn to Danica and say, so you said this guy's some sort of scientist? Oh, I think he retired from Caltech a couple years ago. Oh, he was like a teacher there? I think so. I mean, I, I didn't really know the dude. But, but he was older. Older dude. Yeah. Is there anybody in the cars in the garage? Not that you can see from outside. I thought I peeked through the window. Is there any silhouette? Uh, no, not that you can see from outside. So, so Danica, <laughs> you know, we think that this guy is in trouble. Any way we could get in this house to see? I mean, I know it would be embarrassing and all if he was fine and we woke him up and we were in his house, but you know, what do you, what do you, what do you think? Okay, well, um, let's see. Get a warrant, pig. Like, I, I assume we tried some, well, I would guess maybe we didn't try the windows or anything. I mean, he may have just had a, you know, a stomach virus. He may not have actually had anything. And if we break in, are you there? Are you alive? Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a lawsuit. If, if you feel like he's got a, 
if, if you feel like he might be in trouble, then it would, like, uh, she'll pound on the door one more time and say, Jeffrey, this is Danica with the sheriff's office. Uh, are, are you there? And after there's no answer, she says, okay, well, um, let's, let's see if we can get in here. Uh, and she'll, uh, she'll step away and pull out her radio and, uh, radio her boss, the sheriff, and says, okay, we got the, we got the go ahead. Let's, uh, see what we can do. Uh, and she, like, shoulder checks the door and it, uh, slams open with a loud crack. Uh, when that happens, y'all notice some lights coming on down the street. Uh, okay. Alright. Jeremy, this well, is America. If they were playing loud music, someone might come out to check. But if somebody's hearing sounds of violence, they'll stay in their homes with the lights off. <laughs> yeah, but these are all uh, cultists or something, we think. Oh, that's right? true. <laughs> uh, so turn the light so I want to turn the lights on in this house too. So it looks like we're all we're all in this table. Maybe there's a police car outside, so then it's like clear. I don't know. But yeah, so uh, I think I want to head upstairs, you know. Uh, well, look around, you know, make sure we didn't miss anything when we were looking in the window. And then uh, go upstairs. Yeah, so you you don't find anything new uh, downstairs. When you go upstairs, there are four... Oh, oh, actually, there, there is one thing. Yeah. Um, I want to see the... Take a look at the bag from Kachina Cafe. Like, was, were the coffees drunk? Like, was the food eaten? It, it looks like uh, one of the coffees was drunk. There is a half-eaten donut sitting next to the bag, next uh, uh, on the table. Um, Gross. No, no plate or anything. Gross. No, it's on a napkin. Uh, mm, there <laughs> it's Arizona. Yeah. Uh, actually, you do find something new, uh, John. If uh, you check the ground floor first, on the opposite side of the stairs, you find a well-locked door. Mm. Like, it's got a bunch of... It doesn't have, like, a bunch of padlocks on it or anything, but it's got uh, a uh, a lock and a deadbolt. There's a miniature well embedded in the door just holding it to the frame. It doesn't have a key, uh, a keyhole. It seems to be a electronic lock. Mm. I point that out to Danica. You seen one of these before? I mean, not usually in someone's house. Is it like a panic room or something, you think? Maybe. I don't know. You seen that? Movie she uh, though, right? she reaches out and tries the door. Uh, it is of course locked, and she like tries to pull on it. It's very sturdy; like it doesn't even wiggle in its place. Mm, all right, sorry, Janelle. I've kind of been saying a lot. You want to do something? Uh, well, so that that is a door we think is possibly the basement. Could Hello? be. I mean, it would make sense considering it's on the other side of the stairway. It's either a very okay. small room or stairs down. Okay. Yeah. Right. Probably stairs down. It's like down. a Harry Potter bedroom or stairs. <laughs> Watch uh, there be like a fucking summoning circle in the basement or something. Probably. Um, but we have to ask to make sure. We have to specifically ask is there a summoning circle do, in the basement? Do we hear any chanting? Uh, you hear no <laughs> chanting, but it could be that the room is soundproof. And, and what is the smell of the room? Paint me a picture. Uh, you do not... Pictures usually have smells? You smell stale donut and old coffee. Mm. So there was the That's garage, good. the door to the garage. There's an internal door here somewhere, right? Uh, yeah, there's a door to the garage. Okay. Well, I'm going to go peek in and see if there's anybody in the cars. There is no one in the cars. Okay. There's no one in the trunks of the cars. There, you might so, want to siphon some of that gas. There is no one so underneath the cars. What about on top of the cars? Oh, damn is it. There there's anyone? someone up there. No, there's no one up there. 
Is there anyone clinging to the roof of the garage like some kind of demon? You see Spider-Man. Ugh, get him out. So, okay. Can so we, if you can we talk him, to Spider-Man? He says, I don't, Spray him. He says, I don't feel so good and then fades away. <laughs> I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. Well, now this podcast is not going to be sued by Disney, so that's going to have to get cut off. Uh, so I'm gonna go upstairs and see if we can find this dude. Uh, so you go upstairs, and there are three bedrooms up there that are just crammed, filled with stuff. Cats! Uh, it, with, with what? With just stuff. Like, it Like it looks like uh, this dude and his wife were using these bedrooms as, like, storage units. It's like they've been alive, and they've collected stuff, and this is the mass collection of two lives well lived. There's a bunch of books and magazines, old computer parts, uh, like stacks. So I like how you use this walls. very flowery language to describe hoarders. What was this is what about? our house would look like if we had a bigger house. This is a nice way to describe Tabitha, right? <laughs> not true. <laughs> hey, I'm not the only hoarder in this household, Jeremy, yeah, with your Oliver. gigantic box of wires. I said not true. I rose to your defense, and here you are attacking me. <laughs> well, you only did so <laughs> after. Anyway, so I'm going to close the door to the Kush's bedrooms. <laughs> uh, all three bedrooms are full of stuff? Yeah, they're just full of no beds no nothing smells dead there's like old musty smell but no no dead smell so we determined that there is jeffrey and mrs jeffrey but there's no little jeffrey's running around either uh yeah there's no children in this house okay the children's bedrooms aren't just on top of all the stuff in the room (laughs) (laughs) they would be tunneled underneath (laughs) all right so what else is up here besides the three hoarder rooms there is a a neglected bathroom. Not like it's filthy or anything, it just doesn't look like it's used. Like, there's no toilet paper, there's no, uh, there's no towels or anything, there's no soap in the dispenser. Gross! So, uh, and so to be clear, the, the downstairs master bedroom is what, um, this, these guys have been using. Correct. The language. Yeah, like, it, it definitely looks like it's, uh, used. Uh, like, the bed's not made or anything like that. Uh, but the bed it's not warm. There's no one in it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I thought there was going to be something more mysterious here. I mean, there's still the basement. Oh, that's right. Because their cars are here, so... I mean, he has to be... Well, okay, he doesn't have to be there somewhere because he could have just walked off into the distance and died in the desert somewhere, I guess. But Right. Like... But he made his wife walk. I mean, what kind of guy is this? <laughs> I mean, maybe they walked together. You don't know. Ugh, gross. I would still check the basement just to be, sh- ju- well, yeah, just to be yeah, sure. For sure. Um... Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anything else to look at up here. Can you? Can you, Janelle? Not here. Let's go to the basement. Okay. So how are y'all gonna get in the space? By walking down the stairs. Uh, well, we probably missed the clue somewhere. There was a combination. Well, you said it's an electronic lock, Jeremy. Uh, so is there a place to like put in a code? Yeah, what? there's a place to put in a code. All right, I'm gonna try four two zero six nine. You hit the button, and it just says nice. <laughs> <laughs> but is it? Nice. It does not unlock. So it unlocks. Oh, okay. Not cool, man. 
Oh, I see. It was a joke about the numbers, the sex numbers, and pot numbers. And also the sex number. Thank you. He said the sex number. I, but I did say them in the wrong order. You said pot number, sex number, and then I commented on it as sex number, pot number. So get it right. You yes. Uh, anyway, so I guess I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't fucking know. Can we hack this shit? Danik, are you a hacker? Nope. Uh, you have a gun, don't you? I don't think this is the kind of lock that responds to a gun well. Uh, do you have bullets that respond to bullets? <laughs> uh, and I'm guessing, did any of the windows... Does the basement have any windows on the exterior? I'm, like, she doesn't have a breach round, if that's what you're asking. Is that a thing? Yeah, breaching round? Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, I'm not sure I've heard of that. Yeah, it's uh, what SWAT teams put in their shotguns when they, uh, to shoot the uh, locks out of the place. Okay. Uh, um, crowbar? I mean, there's a garage. Yeah. Um, oh, you know I, what? Can I make an idea roll, Jeremy? Like, maybe th- thinking about all the numbers we've seen in this house, I'm gonna beautiful mind it. <laughs> Like, I'll be like, haha. Uh, by the way, um, just out of curiosity, uh, y'all been wandering around this town. Uh, there been like people like looking at y'all out through windows. Are y'all still wearing your hazmat suits or are you in your normal clothes? Well, we yeah, knew we were going put... into infected places. Yeah, I but say. I wasn't, so I don't know if I put on a suit. I think I put on like a low level, lower level suit, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, probably will be fine. Okay. Uh oh. I feel like that would mean that we could get exposed. Okay, uh, so uh, whoever yeah, wants Jeremy to... Jeremy just wrote down so y'all everyone's find, dying. Y'all find the crowbar. Whoever wants to try to open this place can make a strength times five roll. Or... It might be one of those smart locks that is super easy to dismantle, and then you can just unlock it with a screwdriver. Uh, well, if you know craft locksmithing, you can do that. Ugh. Well, but you're not there. You're asleep. Oh, that's true. Uh, so, uh, Janelle, my strength is, uh, ten. What's yours? Oh, my strength is not great. Uh, Five. Did you just say five? Nine. (laughs) So what'd you say then? So, uh, if we wanted to try and crowbar this, uh, you know, just between the two of us, I don't know what Danica's strength is. Um, Probably more than us. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Uh, So my my strength roll would be a 50, so it'd be a straight up and down, essentially. Um, So I could try that, uh, take a crowbar to it. But like I said, Jeremy, I kind of wanted to beautiful line that, if I can do that. Uh, I I think that was a no. No? There has got to be a combination that we have missed somewhere, so the idea roll I mean, there's the study, like, so, I mean, I imagine there's some notes on the table and things like that. Can, can we look at those closely? Sure. Like, this guy's older. He probably has a sticky note with all of his, you know, Yahoo password <laughs> on it. You find nothing of the sort. All right. Gonna look at how he organized his uh, academic journals in the bookshelf. How long are they? Out? How long are you gonna do this for? I don't know, Jeremy. I, okay, I run back into the room, I pick up the crowbar, and I slam it down against the wall, and I fail. Okay. Uh, 64 against a 50. Alright, so you can open the door, but uh, one of us no. dies. Got it. Uh, just uh, let me know whether you're gonna push through the pain mentally or physically. So, you're either gonna 
going to lose one hit point or one willpower point, but you're able to open the door. Uh, I, I'm going to I'm going to lose a health a willpower. A willpower. Willpower. Okay. Yeah. So you are able to struggle and get the door uh, open after Danica like helps uh, join in with you. Uh, you yeah. don't. Do, do I have like? Can, can I can I do something, Jeremy? Go ahead. I'm going to say it's over nine thousand while my veins pop out of my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What? 9,000? 9,000 what? I don't know. Power level. Power level's over 9,000 or whatever it is. 5,000. Who cares? Okay. It's a dumb Dragon Ball joke. Uh, so you... I got it, movie. John. You uh, are able to make it down... Uh, get the door open and you find a uh, stairway leading down. All right, so I huff a little bit. <sighs> All right, uh, who one of you? Which one of you wants to break and enter? It looks like you already did it. Well, who does the enter part of break? Tanika, you've got a gun just in case. You should go. So you are the cop. You have the legal precedent more so than we do. Tanika, yeah. do you want to play? You're allowed to kill people. Uh, sure. Yeah, yes. This is just an NPC. Yeah, why not? So. Would you have made any different decisions than Tanika has made so far? I mean, life decisions, maybe. Probably <laughs> wouldn't be a cop. hey everyone thanks again for joining us for our second episode of sick again uh we've just got one more regular episode then we'll be moving on to our new project i hope y'all are excited for that i know that the rest of us are we've really been enjoying it can't wait to share it with you guys if you enjoy what we're doing here, uh, you can check out some of our other stuff. Uh, John's got his website, jonathancush.com, where he has different essays on movies and some of his research that he does. Tabitha has her store, Quiet Nova Studios, on Etsy. And I've got my novel up on Amazon. I'd like to make a special shout out to Art Dream for writing this game and these scenarios that we've been playing through. I know I had a great time using this opportunity to spend some extra time with my family and friends, so definitely very happy for that. Uh, I also want to shout out Ketza for our intro song, Mission Ready. Well, uh, don't forget that you can reach us at members of KSL on Twitter and members of KSL at gmail.com. I'm going to let you get back to the episode, but we'll be seeing you. Okay, so you go down the stairs, uh, and you find a uh, what looks to be a lab underneath this house. In the, base, uh, the lab has tables along the back and rightmost walls covered with partly disassembled exotic devices. Uh, occupying the uh, most of the left wall is a metal machine with a round aperture in the middle, numerous wires, lenses, antenna, and probes pointing at it, along with a camera. It, uh, there is a series of high-energy coils, a capacitor, and ultraviolet lasers. Uh, 
the uh, so it's like physics type of yeah, like optical. Okay. So the round aperture in the middle of this machine is clearly damaged. Much of the delicate is- instrumentation around it has been thrust out of the way, as if something forced its way outward from the wall behind. Behind the machine is an unblemished wall to which the machine is attached. Uh, so I'm envisioning like a honey, honey, I shrunk the kids type setup. Is that um, like the it's ma- been a really long time since I've seen that movie. I don't really remember it. <laughs> uh, it's like a uh, there's like this uh, not really an arch, but like just this uh, circle that's about a meter wide uh, that's uh, in front of this wall. Uh, the machine is clearly attached to it, uh, and some of the parts of the machine and the instrumentation look like they were forced outward from the wall. Uh, so the machines around it include a UV laser and UV beam detector, as well as very sensitive electromagnetic and gravitic sensors. Uh, the laser and the UV detector are fixed facing one another, uh, aligned so that the beam would pass right through the area that all the machine seems to be directed around that aperture. Uh, it looks like the machine was built to handle heavy power draws. I bet the town appreciates that on their power grid? Uh, will someone uh, make a uh, a luck roll for me? Me? Uh, just anyone. I don't have uh, Danica's sheet. Well, a luck is just uh, that's a, a 100. 32. Okay. When y'all come down here, the light is turned off uh, and you notice that the machine is faintly glowing with a sickly violet. Is it the same color as the tenophores in people's brains? Yeah, I would say Janelle definitely recognized that it's that same color. But Janelle's not there. Oh, wait. Yes. Oh, Janelle is there. Cedric isn't there. Right. So at some point, I'm probably going to ask, just, I mean, I guess we wouldn't be able to know this right now. I'd want to see when there are big power draws from this house. Like, you know, if it's one of the houses that has one of those fancy, like, uh, nest type devices for your whole power usage, you know, maybe that, maybe this house has something like that. And we could get a graph of kind of when the spikes were. Uh, you could also probably get that information from the uh, uh, the power company. Yeah. So at some point, I'm going to ask for that. Maybe no. We could call them right yeah, now. Yeah, just put a, put a note down for that while you're examining uh, this. Yeah. So there's that lab there. Uh, opposite the lab, there seem to be a couple of offices. Hmm. Um, I'm going to walk into one of the offices. Okay. Big-ass basement. The first office that you encounter has uh, a uh, computer. Uh, the wall is lined with physics text and strange wriggling tubes of stone. So it's the, there are these like strange wriggling stone formations. Uh, so you keep saying the word wriggling. Are they actually moving or are they just twisty? They, they don't move. They just have that like wriggling shape, like the shape of something in the process of wriggling. Uh, uh, there's a cabinet and an electric typewriter. Uh, open the there cap- is a charger for a smartphone and a woman's body uh. <laughs> why didn't you lead with that jeremy <laughs> that shows you where jeremy's priorities are 
There's a, there's yep. a, wait, hold on. What type of phone charger is it? Uh, it's a. It's, it's important. Uh, it's a Apple. Ooh, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's an a, Apple. Uh, it's a. What uh, year is it currently? 2012. Okay, so it's the old type connection, probably. So I pull out my Zoom that I have because it's 2012. <laughs> and I try to charge it. Oh mercy! No mercy. So there's a corpse there. You guys gonna do anything? Uh, Danica is like, holy well, shit, and she goes checks the vitals or whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought I was waiting on Jeremy to say something. No, I'm waiting on you guys. Oh, okay. Why would he give I, us any further information? Well, He's just I already a GM. told you, Jeremy. I want to. I want to look in the cabinet. I don't know why. <laughs> so you just oh, walk past the body laying on the floor. I don't notice it at first. Apparently, um, <laughs> I notice things in the order in which you tell me I notice them. So it's a filing cabinet. What more can I do? Uh, the uh, it's not locked. Inside the filing cabinet, you f- uh, find file after file of notes where they are. in very technical language that you cannot parse. I'm not smart enough. Yeah, like it is. Uh, it is definitely. There's a lot of technical science, uh, like physics uh, equations and different kinds of maths. Uh, so, but you can't really tell what it was exactly. Uh, them trying to figure out. All right. Okay. So uh, I do that. Danica went so to examine the body. This woman is in fact dead. With your experience and law enforcement you're no doctor but you would it, it looks like she died from an overdose i mean this is arizona i've seen some dead druggies probably yeah. opioid type overdose uh yes danica wouldn't know more than just this this person od'd on something Right. Uh, Danica's first notion is to get her to the morgue where we can, you know, figure out what's what. Can't just leave a dead person in a house. You gotta call it in? Yes. All right. That was your first mistake. Hey, uh, you two need to uh, search the rest of the house and see if um, Jeffrey is here. Jeffrey? (laughs) Jeffrey. She said Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. Well, we already searched us the house. He's not here. If you go There's out of the two basement. more offices, aren't there? Down here? Yeah, well, looking, uh, I'm a little bit, I guess I'm a little bit, uh... Oh, well, to be fair, we forgot yeah, to ask. Jeremy, what was in the secret closet that we missed upstairs? The hidden panel that we missed. What are you talking about? The hidden panel that <laughs> you're going to tell us in Act 3, we didn't ask for specifically. <laughs> no? So now we need to know. Uh, so isn't there more in the basement that we haven't checked? Yeah, yeah, there's some other offices here. So, like, yeah, well, I, I, we'll go into those while Danica's calling, calling in, you know, <laughs> dead body oh, Call the police! Okay. Uh, Somebody call the police! Before Danica calls everything in, Janelle still has an opportunity to look around in this room if there was something she was interested in. I kind of want to search the other offices, because I think at this point okay. we've got the math, you know, the mask we pulled out, the phone charger. Uh, my, my, my phone's an iPhone, right? So there's a phone charger, but there's not a phone. Okay, well I'm going to pocket the phone charger. Okay. Never know when you'll need it. All right. And uh, I'll leave the searching of the room to the people who get in the body and also dust them while I look at the other offices we've got. Okay, yeah. So you find a, uh, in that room, you find a powerful desktop computer. Uh, 
that seems to be uh, connected to the uh, lab equipment. Uh, There is also a a tablet on the desk, like a computer tablet, tablet computer. And there is a dead body in this room as well. (laughs) Really? I'm going to sort of yell out in fright and surprise. And uh, Danica, Dustin. Another one. Uh, The body. Uh, this man I think, uh, is. I think we found Hefe. This man is clearly the same man that you saw in the uh, video footage, the security camera footage. However, he seems to have self-inflicted wounds to his eyes and face. Uh, but it doesn't look like he died from an acute infection of this disease. It looks like he died from the broken neck that he had. I mean, that would do it. Uh, Tabitha, make a, uh, uh, roll a d100 for me. 83. Okay. That's not the yeah, good no, one. Yeah, no, Danica just, uh, failed her sanity check at Sin's dead body. Oh, fine. She doesn't see very many, uh, people that have been murdered in such, or bodies in such a, uh, terrible state in her, uh, out here. So, uh, she loses, she loses the sanity and starts feeling queasy. There is another body here. What, uh... I'm gonna hide it. No, no, we're gonna... What What else is in the room? Uh, so there was the, uh, a powerful computer that seems to be hooked up to the lab equipment. Uh, there's a tablet computer. There's a, uh, photo hanging up on the wall. There's a shelf, uh, like, uh, you know, there's, like, bookcases and stuff, so. What's the photo of? So the photo on the wall is an old envelope addressed to Peggy Connolly of Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, the return... It's like a framed yep. envelope? Uh, the return address is Commander Joseph Connolly, USS Eldridge, DE-173, U.S. Navy. Uh, the postmark is 15 October 1942. USS Eldridge? Really? Eldridge. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is, uh huh. Is it also a postscript by Carl Thulu? <laughs> <laughs> it, so this is just the outside of the envelope you said, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's in a photo frame on the wall. <laughs> An envelope, not a photo frame. On the wall. Weird people, man. Right? White people. Um. Yeah. Well, we told Danica about this body too, right? Um. I mean, she lost his sanity at seeing it, so I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Well, we solved the mystery, guys. Did we? <laughs> what does um, uh, uh, Janelle want to do? Uh, yeah, let's poke around, I guess. See if there's anything else we can determine about what they were doing. Can I use a science check to, to determine kind of what, what the machine is? Use the science check, you said? By saying a science biology? Um, I'll give you a couple of things just from looking at the computer. Uh, so there seems to be, uh, on the computer there is a program, uh, that, uh, it looks custom built, like, uh, that, uh, Langswell built it himself. It controls the UV laser in the lab. Uh, it fires it in a, uh, like, inexplicable numeric pattern at timed intervals. So, like, it, there's some very, like, weird math formula that tells it when to fire at particular times. You also find a video file. 
two video files, actually. I'm going to share a couple of memos with you. So Are these going to show up in day 20? Yes. Okay. So first you find this video file. Does it take about 700 clicks for video to show up? Are you able to read that? All right. Uh, yeah, I can read it. Who wants... You want me to give it a dramatic uh, reading? Let's let Tobias read this one since he found it. Mm. All right. So uh, Dr. Keir steps into the frame in front of the machine with the round aperture in its center. She smiles tightly, then speaks. Good afternoon. My name is Dr. Rosamund Keir. It's um, 11, 11 a.m., November 19th. 2012. This is the third activation of um, the Basonic Repeater Experiment. Our goal today is to reinforce the signal by rotating a small space of um, a small area of space into the temporal dimension, so to speak. We're going to measure this um, recursion using the microwave laser here, and the receiver over here. The goal is to spike the signal for 8 picoseconds and to hit it with the microwave laser so that we can uh, determine whether it's actually there. So, here we go. She steps out of the shot. The sound of a closing door is audible. All is still, except for a buzzing noise. Then she returns to the frame. All right, uh, the typography didn't uh, definitely didn't fold, but based on the power levels, we never even got past the first stage with synchronic infusion. This happened in the first test, too, and that time we tracked the problem to the phasing array. If we didn't get anything phased, it wouldn't trigger the reacceleration. So I'm going to adjust that and see if we can't make something happen. She then opens a panel on the machine and examines it before reaching in to effect a few repairs with a tiny screwdriver. Satisfied, she nods at the camera and steps aside. Once again, the audio picks up the closing door. The buzzing resumes, building in intensity. Suddenly, there is a violet flare and a shower of sparks. The lenses and antennae are bent back and shoved out of the way as an enormously tall woman materializes from nowhere. One second, she's not there, and the next she is. She falls forward on the floor with a grunt, then stands. The visitor is 2.3 meters tall and weighs about 120 kilograms, which editor's note is a very specific thing to be pulling in a transcript from a video. (laughs) (laughs) But nevertheless, continuing, she has almond-shaped brown eyes, brown hair in a braid, and dark tan skin. Her features are angular, with high cheekbones, a pointed chin, and a straight, long nose with narrow nostrils. She wears a fitted cover all the sympathy of cotton canvas, no shoes, no jewelry, no service. <laughs> she seems taken aback. Got a tonic? Tonic apropin? Zuta aprosat? She shifts her gaze as the camera picks up the sound of the door opening and her eyes widen. Zirnip uglinikan! Holy fucking shit! <laughs> The stranger turns and examines the equipment behind her quizzically before the video abruptly cuts out. All right, you Congrats. Nice. You also find another video. The woman that we found in the other room, is that either of these women so, in the video? Yes, it's uh, the woman known, uh, uh, the the woman that that video calls Keert. Uh, that's uh, okay. Dr. Keert. Rose, Rosamund Keert. You also find this video. Uh, let, uh, uh, to, or Jonathan, do you want to read this one? We should. Okay, there's two uh, different voices throughout the entire thing. Yeah, I mean, we so could uh, have two Jonathan different people top read of the- Sure. Uh, so who wants to read Tier? St- stick with Kier. Who wants to read Tier and who wants to read Tharta? Why don't you read Kier, Tobias, since you were reading her earlier? So. Okay. So the video remains focused on the tall stranger. She's awkwardly perched on a chair that is too small for her. <clears throat> the other voice is Kier's. 
First of all, let me uh, welcome you here. This is Hudson Well, Arizona, in the United States of America. The year is 2012. 12? Yes, that is the year. Do you speak English? English. What is your name? Name. My name is Rosamund. Rosa Moon. Uh, Tharth. Your name is Tharth? Tharth. 2012. 2, 3, 4. Uh. Wait, are you telling me that you're from the year 2341? 2341. Odom Sacrament. I don't. We don't understand you? 339, yes? Thartha. Open. Open. 2089. Basen Yes. Electrical Basonic Topography creating a transarchinal loop. Thartha. Years back open. No. Kathayulo? Obama? The President. Obama. Yes. You know Obama? That is just unbelievable. Sanchen. Yes. Sanchen. No? I, I, I don't understand you. Nucleo Abandon. Sanchan Orbit. Sanchan Voyager. I don't. I don't know those words. I'm, I'm sorry, Tartha. We're trying. We're really trying. Now, what language do you speak? What words? Tartha words? Tartha Anglanto words. Turkish English 2012. Anglanto 2130. 2150. Post Aspon. Uh, yep. Nuclero Abadun. Energy Sun. Small little sun. Little sun ground. Energy. Big energy. Are you describing a nuclear weapon? Years ago, a Thoi. A Thoi Anger Air. Look, are we... Do people use, um, basonic helix travel in your time? Yifyan. Yifyan years travel. Motion. And this is the start of the loop, right? Yifan motion far, far years back go. Yoi gor non isulat non world sheet. Oh my god. You still know about world sheet theory in the 24th century? World sheet is... End scene. Right. I don't know what world sheet theory is. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. How did you say you were gonna go kill yourself? <laughs> <laughs> not, not right now. I know, but, I know, um, I know I'm acting in, bad, but geez, Tabitha. <laughs> in string theory, a world sheet is a two-dimensional manifold which describes the embedding of a string in space-time. Okay, so we're gonna swing back to the hospital. Uh, here, it is now 4 o'clock at night. You said that uh, Cedric was just taking a nap, right? Yep. Uh, so Cedric wakes up uh, suffering from the physical symptoms of this mystery disease. Oh, fun times. That's uh, We've already done all of the sanity and everything thing from that last time. But yeah, it's very disturbing. You know you did everything right. There's no reason why you should be infected. I'm gonna let my team know. I'm gonna get them up on our... I'm guessing we have some kind of radios or cell phones or something um, and be like, hey, definitely infected, starting to show initial symptoms. I don't know what the vector was. I don't know what the vector was. I'm gonna keep doing research. So, yeah. yeah. Alright. I'm gonna start a death clock. Six hours on the clock. <laughs> okay, so... Start taking notes about my condition. Uh, go ahead and make a, uh, a contest. Yeah. Me? Not. Why not do a contest? Why not see how quickly I'm going to die? That is a 35 against a 65. Yeah, okay. there you go. Cool. Will you, will you, you roll it. 2d4 for me? That's a 5. Is that how much I die? No, no. You're fine. I'm fine. You're fine. I have malignant jellyfish in my blood, but I'm fine. You're more than fine. Same. More than bent on getting <laughs> by. More than fine. You're more than just okay. 
Hell yeah, I have my wooden and jellyfish inside of me. <laughs> uh, so, Cedric, you're able to start treating your symptoms, uh, taking medicine to help alleviate the uh, the headache and the uh, coughing uh, that you're feeling. Uh, so, but you are able to continue your research, like you said you wanted to do. So, go ahead and make a uh, medicinal. Medicine, alright. Or science, it it was science biology that you were using before, right? Which one's higher? Yes, it was. Try that It was science biology, and I passed that one. Don't you remember when she used science biology? Alright. It was a 49 against a 60. Nice. I definitely succeeded that. Okay, so you, during this period, you uh, have uh, figured out that the microbes appear to be attracted to electrical signals between nerve cells and to disrupt electrical signals in the brain stem. Uh, That disruption becomes more pronounced and physically damaging as the disease progresses. Okay, interesting, I guess. All right. Uh, So go ahead and write that stuff down in your notes. Okay. For the... uh, What what time is it? uh, It's four o'clock, so we need to add a new... Okay, uh, the other two, y'all need to make, uh, Tobias, uh, Janelle was popping pills, correct? Uh, yeah. And, uh... Well, well, I mean, I, I passed my check, so I don't need to yet, if I understand the process correctly. Only when I fail a check do I need to start worrying about narcotics. Yeah, okay, so go ahead and make your con times five roll. Uh, yeah, both of you go ahead and do that. Is there any, like, penalties for successive awakeness? Uh, once you fail this... Oh, we just this, keep making rolls in the Like, time. once you fail this, or you go eight, uh, like, uh, after this period right here, you're gonna start suffering the penalties. Okay, well, I pass it again somehow. Okay. I failed it. Dustin is at the very end of his endurance. Uh, you either need to get some sleep or take some, uh, or do something stronger to stay awake. I think I'll probably go to sleep. All right. Are you gonna, are you planning on sleeping for four hours or eight hours? Four hours would take me to like kind of mid-morning, right? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fine. So Tobias, you'll be able to work for a little bit longer before you need to sleep then. Um, Well, I'm thinking at this point, I mean, the four-hour chunk that we spent investigating, you know, we get back at four. I don't think there's really much to stay awake for at this point. So in all fairness, I think I'd rather honestly just snooze while I can. Okay. All right. So sleep as well. And... Tabitha, go ahead and roll a d6. That's a four. So, Tabitha, you can gain four willpower back from your sleep uh, if uh, you had lost any. I don't think I did. Uh, I will look. Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay, uh, so then we're gonna go ahead and move on to eight o'clock. Uh, eight. Was Janelle sleeping eight hours or also a four hour nap? I think a four hour nap would be the way to go. We got work to do. Okay, uh, so both of you, when you wake up, make, 
Uh, con times five checks. We did that. I passed. And I failed. Tobias, you wake up and you Jeremy, are... Jeremy, I've been awake already <laughs> all day. I think you mean Janelle. Janelle wakes up. She's able to regain the D6 from her sleep. However, Dustin is still very, very groggy. Uh, you can stay awake if you want. You're not gonna regain any uh, willpower and you're gonna be at a minus 20 for your skill rolls or you can roll back over, hit snooze, and go to sleep again. Um, I'm gonna wake up. Grab a brush some, 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 Is that did you say all my rolls are going to be at a minus 20, though? Yeah, because you're exhausted. Uh, you did a lot yesterday. You stayed up late, and then you slept. Not quite enough. Uh, if you want to pop some pills, you can get rid of that exhaustion, though. Do the drugs. I guess I'll do the drugs. Okay. Jeremy's so excited. He is. Which, He's been living for this moment. Not the first time Jeremy's tried to get me to do drugs. <laughs> oh, what a, what a bad older brother. Right? I don't know what you're talking about. Of course you don't. You don't remember it because of the drugs. <laughs> no, Jeremy has never offered me drugs. Oh, Jeremy. You should share. <laughs> what, a terrible, what a terrible brother. <laughs> okay, so what? Jeremy, didn't you like uh, once walk the entire length of Birmingham while under the influence of intoxicants? No, I walked from Homewood to, or I, I'm sorry, I walked from <laughs> Katie's house in Mountain Brook to the middle of Homewood. So... Pretty, pretty sizable distance. Yeah. Not a thing you should have done. Probably not. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of things you should have done. I about. mean, I am sitting right here. <laughs> yeah. And we are recording, of course. So. <laughs> sure the FBI already knows. Um, Alright, so what's everyone's plan for today? Uh, wallow in depression? Oh, you mean in game, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, it's the same, right? It's I mean, I am infected with malignant line. jellyfish, so... Yeah, I keep on checking those uh, creatures out. Yep. Okay. Doing the research. Tobias, well, what you doing? Hmm. Well, I mean, at this point... Tobias is going to start buying up gasoline. Oh. <laughs> and, uh... Do we want to <laughs> see who all died? No. Everybody? Of course, Jeremy. I want to. Let's get those death rolls. So, I mean, this may affect things. I, You know, I slept on it. But Dustin's definitely reporting this weird lab to, like, the FBI. You know, I'm like an administrator. I feel mm -hmm. like that's part of my duty. So, okay, and maybe know. I slept on it, but, you know, I guess I slept on it for a little bit. So probably the first thing I would do is I would, like, you know, call up Janelle, be like, did, did all that really happen last night? You know, and then <laughs> call up, you know, somebody I know at the FBI or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely weird shit. Good to know. Uh, what else are y'all doing? Solving the mystery. How are you Solving How are you going yeah, about that? <laughs> well, I called the FBI. That's a step, right? Well, you did that last night before you went to sleep. Did he? Because that's not that what he said. That is not what I said, Jeremy. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you then. So I said I called them this morning. morning? Okay. Yeah. So you called the FBI. Uh, Hello, the FBI. Hello, is this the FBI? Mushy, mushy, FBI does. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you called the local uh, flagstaff office of the FBI, and they say that they will get some people on the case, figure out what's going on. And of course, I told them that, like, there's a contagion in the area, and that they'll have to get, you know... They'll be stopped before they can enter the city. Uh, I don't but think they'll I'm have sure, any problem dealing you know, with that. I mean, I did tell them to shoot on sight, but I guess you <laughs> never mind. Why would you tell them that? Yeah, well, I know I told, I told all the sheriff's deputies to shoot on sight. You know, anybody trying to enter. That's what you guys wanted me to do, isn't it? 
you told you told me no more people can get this. And I was like, they're they're gonna die or they're not gonna get it. That, those are the two options, right? Um, I kind of feel like you might have gone a little overboard. With hey, that. I'm not. I'm working off like not a lot of sleep. Granted, I made this decision when I was bright and wide awake. <laughs> but you know, what's my number one defining character trait? Everybody. I hate people. hate people. So, I mean, this yeah. is definitely right in my <laughs> wheelhouse. Aren't yeah. you guys glad to be working with me? No. All okay. right. Well, so, uh, <laughs> everyone make sanity checks. What no. happens, Jeremy? Why are we so making this check? Uh, because what? when you wake up in the morning... And we don't uh, put on our makeup? More, more oh, people God have died it. from this disease. Uh, Aya Chandra-Jeskar, uh, John Pahabi, Tate Willert, and unfortunately, uh, Dr. Strickland, who alerted you to this disease, mm. uh, has passed. Cedric sees their own impending mortality looming down upon them and has to go throw up in the bathroom. What about Janelle? What about me? Make you say and Why? For the reasons people, people are dying. People are dying. I don't. I don't give a shit. You're reminded of your terrible mortality. Do I see them die in front of me? Uh, you, you know that yes. they died from your inaction. Inaction, what? Jeremy. You. There are people all over the world that died because I did not save them specifically. That doesn't mean that exactly. I'm making sanity checks every day in my goddamn life. Here's the secret. Jeremy, you do are. You, do you do that? <laughs> I do. So, Jeremy, I failed mine, so what do I do? I know. Uh, so, lose one point of sanity from helplessness. So, I give myself a check mark in helplessness? That's correct. All right. Take that! That's right, I don't give a shit. Not You're right, you don't. That's a, a one against a 63 for yep. those at home. Janelle could not be more fine with this. All she gives a shit about are sandwiches, and those <sighs> still exist. Oh, I gotta add those uh, back up. I have one more sandwich. Uh, also, uh, yeah, I don't care. I mean, I'm gonna burn this place to the ground anyway. Do you want me to take <laughs> you back to the hospital so you can draw more body bags? No. I've had three sandwiches over the past few how, how many body bags are we up to now, Jeremy? We got ten. Drawn. Yeah, but how many are actually dead? Yeah, fifteen people dead now. Okay, so Cedric is gonna keep on keeping on trying to figure out the mystery of the disease uh building a mystery so that is a four against a 60 so fuck this disease i'm gonna know what it is uh we got uh dustin he alerted the uh, fbi but can continue to do things what else do you want to do today dustin how long does it take the FBI to get here? Uh, it's going to take them some time to organize a response. Mm. They do not give mm. you an ETA. I mean, we um, assumed it would take time. That's how time Oh, works, um, so. did we get in touch with the power company last night to get the times? Nope. Yeah, why don't we do that? Okay, so you're going to get in contact with the power company. Uh, Janelle, what are you doing? So, you can sandwich for eight hours. For four hours? <laughs> I want to get one of those huge subway party sauce. Like those Dagwood sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. She's going to get the meat sweats and have to rest for a while. <laughs> uh, so what changed from yesterday? We learned that there's a subatomic string theory bullshit machine uh, on the edge of town. We learned that they summoned an alien. Or no, it was a future time traveler. <clears throat> they summoned some, they summoned future a future person. person. This bazonic bullshit. And I don't really know what half of what was said there other than... Uh, <laughs> I know that the time traveler said thanks, Obama, at some point. <laughs> 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 it's certainly 2012. Uh, 
Well, I think out of character, they probably caused the stuff. If they brought something back with them, these little alien critters uh, or something, this disease, what probably happened, and I'm probably going to spoil the whole thing right here, was that there's a super advanced <laughs> disease that we haven't developed immunity for, almost like, you know, a novel coronavirus kind of thing. And we suddenly <laughs> have gotten exposed to it. They don't know how to respond, so our body is dying. It's hurtle. So... Well, so what, I, what I'm getting at is that I've determined, maybe out of character, that this is probably some future disease. Uh, assuming that what we found wasn't a stage production, but being two bodies and uh, my own lack of knowledge of theoretical physics looked real enough to me. So Tabitha, as someone who knows things about languages, what do you think of this exchange with Dartha? Does this look like I think first that contact? whoever No, I think that whoever wrote that should be taken out and horsewhipped. Just because people don't speak English doesn't mean they forget how grammar works. Every language spoken by humans has grammar. They don't just break down into caveman speech. This is ludicrous, and I'm offended. Wow. But is Cedric Cedric offended? (laughs) Cedric is dying and doesn't have time to be offended, I guess. (laughs) I'm going to spend my remaining hours being really mad. So we got Cedric... So, do we know what Janelle's Well, doing? at this point, it's pretty much just cemented my belief that there's nothing we can do, since this is a future disease, and we need much larger structure and research and stuff to figure it out. I mean, if it's going to take us as a country a year to figure out coronavirus, it's going to take this fictional 2012 a lot longer to figure out. It's future. almost certainly going to be more than two years. I mean, years. we don't even... You know what doesn't take two years, we, though? We don't... What? I hope you're not going to say this podcast because it sure feels like it. <laughs> no, I'm going to say burning down the hospital. Yeah, but, and that's um, we do. We do not have time to figure out how to so resolve this issue. It is incredibly dangerous. Um, we could do what research we can for those of us who still have a little bit of time left. No, <laughs> and nothing, and, and, and nothing to risk. Uh, we could do that, but yeah, that's now. Now, no one besides no one since Cedric has gotten it, though, right? So, like, maybe that we've got it contained. Maybe we don't. Have you tested yourselves? Ta-da! I mean, you went into that house. You handled those bodies. I didn't handle no bodies. You were there. I was you there. Test, you should test Danica as well. Do we have a test? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what to look for. I mean, I was able to do it with just a microscope, apparently. So yeah, test me. Take my bodily fluids. Test, do it. Test me like one of your French girls. <laughs> what? I thought this was an all ages podcast. <laughs> oh, whoops. Um, I should stop cussing so much. Then, like, I'm not going to, but I should. A is for Azathoth. <laughs> Um, no, neither of them nor Danica are showing signs of infection, Cedric. Well, that's uh, good, at least. So, Tobias, you're you're helping to research the disease? Did I understand that correctly, or are you just spitballing? Who, me? Um, Sets, or, not Janelle. Uh, so, yeah, I've just become more, more cemented in my belief that we're not going to be able to do anything. Uh, we can take whatever research we can, bring it forward, and much, you know, a longer period of time than the game is going to last. So, yeah, uh, containing it and letting this place burn out is the best thing. We don't have to literally burn the place down. We just have to let the disease burn itself out. I mean, out. I kind of feel like we should nuke it from orbit. Like, let us research as quickly as we can. But once we enter the death cascade where nobody is able to survive it anymore? Seriously, it's the only way to be sure. So, y'all left the uh, Kayer and Langswell's house uh, while the police were still investigating it. So, 
maybe if you got with Danica, you might be able to find some more information of things they found there. Okay, sure, yeah. Since we've got plenty of time before we have to burn the hospital down, <laughs> yeah. uh, let's uh, let's hit up Danica and see if what the police found, or maybe they can give us access to get back in, okay. poke around a little more. Alright, so uh, <laughs> let's do Tabitha first. Uh, you already did your medicine roll for this, correct? Or your it was science a biology, roll? Yeah, yeah, it was a science roll, and I fucking nailed it. Sure did. Alright, so... What do I learn? Alright. If do I learn anything? So, after the death of the host, from time to time, one of the microbes darts at another as if to devour it, and the other simply vanishes. Uh, that piques your interest, so you record it at a high resolution and speed, and you see that the vanishing can be seen to leave a brief cavitation where its gelatinous body was before. Uh, one microbe does not devour another exactly. Both are simply instantly gone. They just burp right out of existence. After the death of the Into host. another dimension. And that was after the and death of the host. And that brief cavitation. So, okay, so that brief cavitation reminds me of the holes that are forming in people's brains. What if the MRI was speeding up that cavitation to the point where it was destroying people's brains? I don't know. But why would it do that? And how do we make it stop is the real question. Well, in that, like, fucking lab, like, they were using some sort of high energy devices, right? To, like, right. do whatever. So maybe it has something to do with applying energy? Maybe. Make a sand check as you're watching this. Uh, Who? No. Cedric. Oh. Okay. That's Cedric's a 39 fine. against a 56. Oh, yeah. You're fine. That's weird. That's weird oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Don't you know. That's fucking weird, man. Okay, so, uh, Dustin, you contacted the Arizona Electoral Service. Jeremy, is there any indication that these might be artificial? No, there's no, uh, like, you mean, like, like, nanomachines or Dude, something are like they, that? Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, they're from no. the future, maybe they're some kind of, no. If, if, if they are artificial, if they were created somehow, then it's not in... Uh, it's not in any way that you have seen before. You would also imagine that they would be, uh, if these were all the same thing and they were all created by a person, they would probably all be more similar to each other than they are. I mean, that's not necessarily true. Okay, so... We have Dustin has contacted the uh, Arizona Electrical Services. Uh, what are you trying to find out? I want to know when the massive power draws were. I assume probably sometime Monday or Tuesday. But yeah, the here house had had a few large power draws before, uh, but uh, they registered a particular sp uh, spike at around lunchtime on Monday. Uh, all of Eastern Hudson's Well suffered a brownout due to a substation power fluctuation that happened at 11:13 a.m. The uh, substation is a few blocks away from the Keyer house. Okay. And that was 11.13 a.m. On Monday. Tuesday? On Monday. On Monday. Which is when okay. that that was uh, November 19th. That was about the time that Keyer uh, turned her machine on and for the second time. And the, uh, the woman, Tharta, came out. Gotcha. And we don't know what, where Tharta mm, is, right? She wasn't in the house that y'all saw. Was she behind a secret door that we didn't know? The notice? world may never know. <laughs> but you will. You will. That's all that matters. 
you're just waiting to in the adventure. Like, well, you guys didn't look at the right place. The whole sequence was right there. Why didn't right you there. see it? Um, Anything else you want to learn from them while you got them on the okay. phone? Yeah, I can't think of anything else I'd want to ask. That's not a joke. Um, <laughs> did they have they noticed anything else weird happening? Mm, uh, did the substation need repairing? Usually. With power fluctuations, they happen at the substation themselves due to a me- mechanical or electrical error, bringing in huge amounts of power. Uh, but in this case, the surge started outside the substation and traveled in, probably due to a lightning strike. All right. Sure. I'm, okay. Could it have been caused by a massive power draw from a residence? Uh, that wouldn't make any sense uh, because it wouldn't be like this was uh, power coming in. <clears throat> to the station. Power coming in. So they call it a feedback loop. And is the station working correctly now? Yeah, it was repaired that evening. Okay, yeah, I think that's it then. Thank you for your time. Uh, you're welcome. Alright, and Jim Johnson was, or Janelle Hoagie Baker, uh, you went to meet up with Danica Thomas, correct? Uh, yeah, I was gonna see if I could find any more information, anything the cops found at the house. Or if she can let us in or let me in to uh, dig around a little bit more. So uh, you were able to get a couple of papers that uh, Danica found in Kayert's office. Let's see, there was this one. Uh, This was, so uh, one of the strange things in Kayert's office was the fact that she had a computer and an electrical typewriter. Uh, And this was found in the typewriter. Uh, if you want to read that off. I'm sick, and this is not anything you've seen before. I don't... Jeff was the, the got it. Got it from her. Got so bad. I feel so tired. I'm sorry. I didn't want this had any idea this could happen. Did not expect her to come through. I don't know what's going to happen to Hudson Wells. Expose them. We did. I didn't know. The thermometers say as my temp is 103. I'm sorry. I didn't think this could come through HA closed a lot. My head hurts as so bad. The power demand was incalculable. Where did it all come from? Bridge established. Don't know if still active loop could propagate. It was an accident. No one wanted us. I'm sorry. It hurts so. Was that the sound of a gun cocking? The gun cocker. Okay. Well, it's pretty much what I yeah already you called, it. Yep. called it. Called uh, it. High five. We know where it came from. Okay. Apparently this was found in her trash can on the back of a flyer for uh, a local pizza place. Here, and you can't go further back in this point no matter what. So it looks like she's a Doctor Who fan, and there's the implication that there is a time loop. Yeah. Uh, it could and... go from this. So the time loop starts here, I would imagine, based on what she was saying, which also... I mean, this also reminds me of the movie Primer. Yeah, uh, something yeah. here. If it, if it loops back in on itself, they don't really go further. It's just a different timeline, I guess. Weird. Well, the uh, the TARDIS can only go back a certain point. So it definitely seems like they tied in some sort of time travel thing. And there's a, there's a closed loop. And then this... So what I'm thinking Jeremy's trying to say is that if we don't solve it, we are stuck playing this game <laughs> forever until we figure out the correct sequence of events. Uh, and there was another and then, uh, 
a yellow legal pad was found on her desk that has these notes on it. Hmm. So at the top, there's some numbers, and then it looks like a picture of two butts touching. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some erotic erotica happening. Still chair mm. charged, violet glow, vanished, aluminum housing not charged, non ferrous. Same pick as Eldridge. Frequency. Frequency, Frequency. And Eldridge. Eldridge was um the ship. Yeah. The ship? Yeah, remember that there was the the letter in the frame. That oh right. Said it was from the captain of a ship. Yeah, same frequency as Eldridge, high voltage glow fade. Which maybe the it's like a Philadelphia project type thing where the ship disappeared or went to another time or something. Yeah. I played that video game. That was a game? <laughs> Isn't that a thing where I don't know. Langswell's tablet is there. Uh, it's not password protected. Uh, it has a lot of digital books and journals on there. Uh, the Applied Physics Letters, Journal of Mathematical Physics, Physical Review, Nuclear Instruments and Methods in Physics Research, and Classical and Quantum Gravity. Uh, there are also two issues of the International Journal of Computer and Telecommunications Networking, but they're over a year old. He also has a collection of fringe materials more suitable for a conspiracy theorist than a scientist. Uh, some are lurid histories, in quotation marks, of the Philadelphia Experiment, the supposed cover-up of a sci-fi-sounding catastrophe on the USS Eldridge in Chesapeake Bay in late October 1943. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's also uh, scans of old newspapers from the 1940s onward, mostly dealing with sailors assigned to the Eldridge in 43 and 44. Uh, after a brief Google search, you see that the Eldridge was actually on shakedown uh, on a shakedown cruise in the Bahamas at the time that uh, this uh, Philadelphia experiment happened this so-called philadelphia oh, experiment. yeah the origin story for the philadelphia experiment is quite crazy so there is also a cylindrical cardboard container inside there is a dictaphone cylinder okay i plug it into my it does not work i plug it into the dictaphone I scan it with a laser reader. You say it was a dictaphone? A dictaphone. <laughs> uh, it, it was a, uh early version of audio recording where it tr- uh, transferred sound onto wax cylinders. So what you're saying is this is now a Bioshock game. Where we just stumbled upon an audio log, <laughs> of which there are probably a hundred. It is labeled uh, Ensign Yesler T, uh, 3 April 43. It's about six inches long and three inches across. Just like me. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy, what the fuck? I mean, I don't have anything for that. That wasn't me. That wasn't you. Okay. That was my brother who said that. (laughs) It runs in the family. Tabitha, can you not tell the difference between your husband, who (laughs) you live with and love, and your brother-in-law? I wasn't trying to do a Jeremy uh, accent. Let Let me try to do my Jeremy accent. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get it going. Uh, it's got to be a little oh, bit more nasally and higher. So I've discovered ah. something about you both. Neither of you can do impressions for shit. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, love? I can do real good impressions. Oh, That's gosh. a good Benedict Cumberbatch. No, it isn't. Yeah, I'm a Sherlock. <laughs> 
Claire, Claire says I have very impressive um, uh, impressions. She always tells me to stop doing them because she doesn't want me to ru- her, me to ruin the, the image of you know all of the great actors that I can do amazing That's impressions. True love, right there. Engage. See, that was my oh, uh, Patrick Stewart. Oh, it's physically it's painful. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, where's right. the closest dictaphone museum? So there is uh, uh, when... Uh... <laughs> yes! <laughs> Jeremy, please, let it be Tuba City. Yeah, it's, there's one in Atlanta, and there's also one in... The module says Phoenix, but we'll say Tuba City. So it, it, it's almost like they're Palantir. Just gonna make a little edit right here. Yep, Tuba City. <laughs> Oh, Alright. <laughs> we want to start wrapping it up for the yes, evening? Yes, God. Come on down to Tuba City, where the tubas are green <laughs> and the tubas are pretty. <laughs> you should really clean that tuna more often if it's green. <laughs> no, it's it's made of brass. It just greens over time. You know? So that was... Okay, so Dustin figured out that there had been a massive influx of yeah. power. And Tobias, Janelle figured out that found these other clues that the sheriff's office. So we will end this at noon o'clock. Noon o'clock, Jeremy. Um, noon o'clock. Okay. Uh, so at noon, uh, a car arrives. It's a very, uh, a very modest black sedan. They pull up to the hospital. Two FBI agents come out and they start flashing badges. Uh, this is now a restricted federal Just... investigation uh, of suspected <laughs> terrorist bioweapon attack. Why? Where did they get that idea, Jeremy? From you. I didn't tell them. I didn't tell him bio. So, well, also these guys uh, probably were on their way here before you actually called the Flagstaff office. Mm. Are these MIBs? They state that they need to confiscate all records, paper, and digital uh, of this outbreak and uh, instruct y'all to discuss nothing about the outbreak with anyone else. Oh, uh, that's and- gonna be hard. I've been publishing my shit on Google. I made it public immediately. What do you want from me? On your Google Plus account, is that what you're saying? So we uh, we will start up next time with these two agents arriving. Malignant Jellyfish is my 90s alt-rock band. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) What was their big hit? Um... Probably something about a thinly veiled metaphor for doing drugs. Yeah. Entitled thinly veiled metaphor for doing drugs. Mm. Because subtlety was dead. No, it was it was entitled Bottle Rocket, and everybody assumed that it was you know just a fun little song about the Fourth of July, and it was secretly about meth or something. Mm. It wasn't it wasn't about the Wes Anderson movie either. <laughs> no, the Wes Anderson movie came after and stole the idea. Uh, yeah.